You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. One day, some of the kids from the neighborhood carried my mother's groceries all the way home. You know why? It was out of respect. This is Dirt and Spray. The most important thing in business is honesty, integrity, hard work, family, never forgetting where we came from. So you are what you are in this world. That's either one or two things. Either you're somebody or you're nobody. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague. A month from now, this Hollywood big shot's going to give you what you want. Too late, man. Start shooting in a week. I'm going to make him an offer again with you. Dirt and Sprague on 1080. Me, I always tell it to you, even when I lie. So say goodnight to the bad guy. Come last time you're going to see a bad guy like this again. The Fan. I'm a what do we say? Hey, let's do this. Final hour, dirt and spray. Patrick Harris sitting in for the boys with Jason Swigart. I'm P1 of this show. I listen to this show frequently. I don't know if there's a show I've uh, worked on more than this show. <laughs> it all depends on uh, your hours of availability. Yeah, it depends show. on the years and stuff. I'll tell you what, this station has always been really good to me when it comes to needing work when I am out of work. Uh, anytime I sit in on this show frequently, it's or on any show at this station, it's usually because I'm out of a job. Fortunately, right now, I am not out of a job. Uh, the time period just works out for me. Well, we appreciate it. Well, I like being here. Because it's I, like, yeah, oh, I'd love to fill in. Wait, what time's your show? <laughs> uh, yeah, we're on the air at 6 a.m. Oh, yeah, yeah, I get done oh. at midnight. Yeah, yeah. Now I get to work at like 6 a.m., so this is great. Uh, mail sack coming up in 15 minutes. So get those in 503-250-1080. We got some good ones. I got some good ones written down, but please keep, keep them coming. Keep them coming. We're here all week. Swag and I are here all week. Joe Fisher going to pop in for a little bit. We got a lot to get to over the week, so it should be fun. I do want to keep talking about DJU stuff at Oregon State and how exciting that's going to be. Plus bowl games for UW and Oregon this week, along with college football playoff and the juggernaut that never stops. That is the NFL. But right now, last last night, uh, Blazers defeated the, the Blazers win last night, and Nurk has a good game. Jeremy Grant has a good game. Damian Lillard had a presentation after the game uh, thanking everyone for being the all-time leading scorer. Uh, an interesting thing, Swag, that I forgot to mention to you, uh, Jody Allen was there, and Dame had his arm around her, and she looked real happy and excited. I, I don't put any stock in that whatsoever. <laughs> I was hoping that uh, you would uh, you potentially blow that up like it was some huge deal. No, uh, there's there's some instructions in a a will somewhere that guide and advise when the you know Adam Silver is wholeheartedly believes this team will be sold at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I. I to try to speculate and guess what the motivations are for uh, Crazy Jody and <laughs> others, I have no idea. Um, but as long as Dame's here, mm-hmm. uh, that is good. It will boost the, you know, you just had the Sun sell for $4 billion. Yep. So you've established a market. So mm-hmm. I, I, 
I, I'm not going to get too worked up about it. Uh, it. It is nice to see, though, that an owner who seems not very committed show up to an event like that and be happy. You do you that that has to make you a little a little happy. in her ear or advising. Yes, you, you had to be there. It would have been more noticeable had she not been there. Right. And you're like, then you're scratching your head. But she's there. Of course, she should be there. This this is a momentous occasion for this franchise. Right. This is the greatest player in the history of the Blazer franchise. And obviously, you know, he, he thanked the crowd. He thanked his Teammates past and present and coaching staffs past and present. Terry Stotts was on the video board giving him a Yeah, there's all sorts of stuff. There's stuff from KD. There's stuff Mm -hmm. from uh, Steph Curry. If you go uh, on uh, Trailblazers' uh, Twitter feed, uh, everybody else congratulating him. He's clearly very loved around the league. He is very loved and respected. uh, You know, obviously on the, uh, the last Olympic gold medal winning team. And I'm still waiting for all of that to translate to the one thing that's never happened for the Blazers, which is acquiring a big-named free agency still in the prime of their career. Right. And the only guy that can do that is Dane. Yes, he's got to have some salary cap room. Nobody's coming just for nothing while they're in their prime, but, you know, can Dane still make that happen? That's that's the big. Is there – is there a 1B to join 1A Damian Lillard? I, I think there's a there's a lot of twos right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the Jeremy Grant pickup has looked great. Fantastic. Shane so, Sharp looks like a solid draft pick. He's still young. He's going to develop, but there's but, all sorts of potential but there. You're, talk, you're talking about you're talking about a Kawhi Leonard, a Giannis, a Tatum, a Durant. You're talking about a guy, a Jimmy Buckets, a guy on that yeah. kind of level. Yep. I would die to have Jimmy Butler. I would know. buy a Jimmy Butler jersey in a heartbeat. So that's that's really the 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 piece. And so and so Dame and, ta- it's, and it's gonna be Dame that brings that yeah, guy for in. Sure. For They're sure. They're gonna want to come to play with him as much as you know the rest of the, the media wants to get him to a media market to make their lives easier. Right. It's like yeah. Trade yeah. him to this team for nothing. No. That sounds like a great no, deal. <laughs> it's not here to make your life easier. You yeah. actually have to go and find Blazer games and, right. and cover the Blazers. Yeah, it'll be all right. You're up watching Warriors games and Lakers games. We're just we're yeah. same time zone, same time so, zone. So, so we'll see. We'll see what Joe Cronin and his crew can do if they are uh, going to be proactive at the trade deadline in in a month and a half. Uh, Depends on who's available. You know, can they create a market? Yep. Um, how willing are they to, you know, move certain certain assets around? Yeah, you know, Blazer fans traditionally get overly attached to good players thinking they're great, right? Wanting to believe that they're great, right? Um, See everyone not named Damian Lillard. So yeah. Um, well, and at the at the end, he talks about you know, there's only one thing left to do, and obviously we know that is the championship. But I think what this being the last thing that Dame can possibly check off outside of a title, I really hope that Blazer fans and media, local and national, realize how diff- A, how difficult it is to win a title, B, how difficult it is to win a title in a market like Portland, C, how that includes how hard it is to get additional superstars into a market like Portland, that when his career is over, whether he finishes it in a Blazer uniform or not, whether he wins a title or not, 
that you as a Blazer fan have to feel very, very special that this is the guy you watched. I don't want to hear, but he never brought us a title. I don't want to hear he couldn't get another superstar here. At this point, Damian Lillard is damn close to doing about everything he can do. Because he, he's going to go after that free, that free agent. He is going to do everything possible. He played, I believe he played on USA simply to recruit top players. Like, not to win a gold, not for his country, to recruit top players. If he can't do that and he can't win a title, I do not want to hear this land on him. And I worry the gimme, gimme attention now, 24-hour news media, when his career is said and done, which I hope isn't for a long time, I don't want to hear that land on him. No, I don't think so. I think I think you're. It satisfied. will though from some people. I know, but I I think that's incredibly short sighted. Would Utah Jazz fan give back? You know, Stockton and Malone and all that era. <laughs> the two I, greatest players in your franchise history. You played in two NBA finals, and you were you were relevant and significant for the better part of two decades. Yeah, yeah, it, it was un, it, you know there's you something top three, there's something missing. You got a top three scorer of all time, and a guy who has a thousand more assists yeah. than anybody else. So yeah, are they are they going to you know? be disappointed that, you know, they got those two guys for 20 years, basically, even though it didn't result in the title. I think Utah fans would argue, well, yeah, but that's because we ran into Michael Jordan and then Kobe and Tim Duncan. So I I just, I hope there's not, there's not regret. I don't Certainly know. Certainly you can be, you can be unfulfilled maybe that it, it never sure. turned into everything that you hoped it would be sure i mean i grew up a, a huge indiana pacer fan because i love reggie miller i loved reggie miller as oh, a kid. i thought you were gonna say you love rick smith <laughs> big big reggie miller guy and him never winning a title and losing to michael all the time yeah i feel unfulfilled but it doesn't change the way i feel about reggie he's my guy yeah. that's why i don't like ray allen because i think he's a fake reggie miller ask ask knicks fans how they feel about patrick ewing yeah exactly unfulfilled but that's our guy yeah right well congrats to dame uh we're happy for you we're here for you and uh i hope you get what you're going for buddy all right when we come back it is mail sack get your last minute mail sack questions in 503-250-1080 we'll get to that next this is dirt and sprague on 1080 the fan okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, coming up in 15 minutes, we'll get to Justin Herbert walking into the playoffs for the first time. And what kind of chances you give the Chargers going into that? I might have some controversial things to say. Uh, but I'm here with Swag all week as we're filling in for the boys. So we appreciate you listening out there. Uh, it is mail sack time. Indeed it is. Um, some of these coming through are fun. I wonder if they got some specific questions uh, for you, maybe people that uh, are not as familiar in this time slot. Yes. Wondering uh, who and what you are all about. Well, real quick, the, uh, the 25 cent story here is my name is Patrick. I've been working here very, very part-time for, what are we at, seven, almost eight years now? Uh, I was fortunate enough to win the hunt for the host competition the second year we did that. Um, and I host a baseball show on Wednesdays from 9 to 7 to 9. Um, I can produce and I can host. Sometimes I like doing the other more than the other. Depends on what mood I'm in. Um, I'm kind of tempted. I really want to host on the new board in there. Cause it's so, but it's so fancy in here, too. Uh, I'm I'm waiting until we get the actual real guts yeah. in here. So, I mean, we've got a board, and it's all fine, and there's a lot of bells and whistles, but many of them are not, uh, you know, fully functional because yeah. we're still in a uh, temporary there, – there's, there's no guts. There's no radio guts back in the terminal <laughs> room yet. That's what we're waiting for. Uh, but I've been a P1 of this station for a long time, so it's really fun to get in here, and I consider a lot of people that work here uh, my friends and some really – Really great people. Okay, let's get to mail sack time here. And uh, I want to start with with one of these. We'll do a little sports, and then we'll do a little non-sports. Uh, okay. Somebody text in, uh, for me, my Cougs go 11-2, and two, but we get blown out in the Apple Cup. Do I take that deal? My friend, I lived that deal. In 2018, we had Gardner Minshew, and all we had to do was beat the Huskies, and we'd walk into the Pac-12 championship, which I think we would have won and gone to a Rose Bowl. And I was at that game in Pullman, and it started snowing in the first half, and we thought it was so exciting because, like, you always dream of a snowing Apple Cup. It's what you always dream of. It's the Drew Bledsoe. It's the history of Wazoo. You always pray for it to snow. And it snowed, and... It looked okay in the first half, but Mike Leach refused to adjust. We couldn't throw the ball because Jimmy Lake's secondary. We're all full of NFL guys, and we could run the ball, but we refused to run the ball. And in the second half, it started raining instead of snowing, and I was wet and miserable, and we went 11-2 and <laughs> and got blown out by the Huskies. And the worst part about that is the sideline reporter after the game went to, uh, what's the kid's name, the, the, the quarterback for the Huskies uh, at the time, Browning. Oh, went to Jake, Jake Browning. Browning and said, Jake, congratulations. You are one of or the only or something like that Husky to ever win four Apple Cups. And he goes, oh, well, I guess I guess that's kind of a big deal. And I just wanted to jump through my television <laughs> and absolutely stab the man. So, no, I will not take that deal. I, will, I also went to the Crapple Cup, also known as Two Girls, One Apple Cup. And uh, 
the Huskies had won zero games and we had won one game. Mm. And we beat them 16-13 in double overtime when it was like 28 degrees. And the Huskies became the first Pac-12 team to ever have a winless season. And that was a victory. Ah. So always. I was still alive during the uh, the toilet bowl. Ah, yes. That nobody saw. That was not on TV anywhere. <laughs> the only there's some there's some vague, but yes, that the last zero zero tie in college football, which will remain unless they get rid of overtime and are willing to go back to accepting ties. But right. uh yeah, the last zero zero tie in, in major college football. Oof. Oof. Yeah. Moral of the story is I absolutely, absolutely despise the Huskies. And to follow that up, my favorite Husky and Duck of all time, I don't have a Husky. B-Roy got real close because of that run they made in the tournament, but then he, but then they lost to George Mason, or they lost to UConn in overtime. I don't remember. Oh. That game was nuts. And B-Roy was awesome. B-Roy was awesome. But uh, it's still really difficult to root for a Husky. You know, I hate Isaiah Thomas. Like, I hate all oh. Huskies. I'd it, have to go back to maybe Detlef Shrimp. Yeah, you'd have to go back some deep far like that. I mean, there's only one Husky I ever got along with, and that was Cam Cleland, and even that, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that deep, enriched thing when you live in the Palouse for so long. You just that's cannot, true. cannot get into it. As far as a duck that I've that I've liked, that's hard too, but I always rooted, I always rooted for Jonathan Stewart because he should have gone to Wazoo we screwed up yeah, that recruiting he was, trip. He was right out of Tacoma. We screwed up that recruiting trip uh, when he came to Pullman, so that's on us. And he turned out to be a very great player for Oregon and a very great NFL player. But every time he played Wazoo, he wasn't very good against Wazoo, so I always rooted for that. Ah, favorite duck. Uh, I, I think <clears throat> Herbert's up there for me, but yeah. I also got to – I mean, I called some high school games he did mm-hmm. at Sheldon, and it is so to see a kid – who was homegrown, who was humble, who can just continue to rise to the challenge, and now what he's doing in the NFL is amazing. I loved Haloti Nada. Yeah. I mean, that was just pure jealousy from, from Oregon State. It's like, oh, my God, how, how do we get one of those mm-hmm. in Corvallis? Mm-hmm. Um, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed Luke Ridnour to an extent, um, just kind of a classic collegiate point guard. Because um, he's local, too, isn't he? Isn't he from the state of Oregon? Uh, Ridenauer was it Ridenauer or Jackson? I can't I, remember. I forget. But I always enjoyed Ridenauer as a as a as a point guard, and I, that was in my days of hating the Ducks uh, a, a little bit, a little bit less. Uh, mail sack question, Swag. What was uh, what was your favorite Xmas gift? Uh, ever? Just this? You know, I'm an adult now. I'm a dad. I, I you know, I'm not getting tons of gifts. So yeah. I get a little booze. I got some golf balls. I got some cash. Life's good. <laughs> what the hell else do I, I know? Need? Can you just send me some cash? I mean, let, let's just say for the sake in case he's listening, that it was that your son was able to make it. Yeah. Over the past. No, it was great. He got home. He got to be with everybody. And he's, uh, he, but he's working like a dog. So he's got a job over there okay. now in a uh, snowboard skateboard shop in, in Bend. And so uh, it's prime season. So. He got to he got to experience the retail holiday blitz. <laughs> it's good for him. Uh, He's like, man, I work like a dog. I go, you'll feel better when you get your paycheck. <laughs> uh, my wife got me this really cool portrait of the two of us on our wedding day. Um, that I know wow. sounds corny, but it looks really pretty. Well, that's cool, and she looks really great in it. Awesome. So I'll I'll go with that. Plus, I got some cash from my in laws. So there we'll you take go that as well. Um, let's see. Mail sack question. 
Uh, when do you get rid of your Christmas tree? I have a pile in my yard, six or seven of them. Wow. <laughs> well, that's a tradition. Since, since we've gone to the condo, uh, because our, our place is no longer big enough to host everybody, mm-hmm. uh, we've gone away from the Christmas trees. Mm-hmm. I go uh, at, right after Thanksgiving, and I get a bunch of poinsettias from Costco and just have poinsettias all over the place. Oh, nice. I like that. And hope and pray they make it. I, I did not water them enough this year. They ah. did not make it all the way to Christmas. Uh, but when we were younger, no, uh, the Boy Scouts did a good job of mm-hmm. uh, carpeting our neighborhood when I grew up. So they would usually come by that week, this week. And so we just uh, throw it out and staple a $5 bill to it and they'd pick it up and off they'd go. Yeah, I think I think when I was a kid, we had because we, we have a fake tree um, due to allergy reasons. for yes. Multiples in our house. Um, we had a real tree growing up, and I think we always kept it till like the fourth or the fifth of January. We always kept it through New Year's because my parents they live on the corner, on a corner in in downtown Vancouver, and there's this big window right in the front. So when you drive by, you can see the tree, and so it looks really pretty. So they tend to hold it up for a little bit. But yeah, I would say, I mean, if if you're getting close to, if you're getting close to like close to like MLK. Or God forbid, President's Day. You've got it up a little too long. No, you get, you're usually okay through the weekend that incorporates New Year's. After that, it needs to come down. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, how soon after you graduate from college should you stop wearing your frat T-shirts? I haven't. <laughs> there you go. I was not in a frat, so I don't know what to tell you. Now, do I wear them out in public? No. I was also a... But around the, if I'm just laying around the house and doing work, or what, now there are in... Uh, they're pretty, pretty delicate at this point, the ones that survived. So uh, you can't go... But no, workout, T-shirt, sure, why not? Uh, I, am, I am considerably heavier than I was in college. So uh, most of those shirts, some of those shirts I've held on to, uh, but most of them I do not fit into anymore. And I like to put them into small children and indoctrinate them because their dad is a big Michigan fan. And if there's anything I can tell you about growing up in the Pac-10 is uh, you don't like anybody from the Big Ten. No. So uh, I try to put them in wazoo gear no. as much as I can. Uh, Switch it over to food. Swag, do you, got a, uh, do you got a favorite hot sandwich or a cold sandwich joint in Portland? Um, boy, since, uh, since we did do the keto thing, sandwiches not, uh, haven't been uh, going fast and furious hot sandwich. I used to love, and I don't know if the Cadillac cafe is still in business there over. It used to be off Widler. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's somewhere else. Their Monte Cristo. I love Monte Cristos. Their Monte Cristo was outstanding. Um, and so, yes, in a previous life, I used to work over in a big, uh, big building there um, in the Lloyd District. Mm. And so we could walk to the Cadillac Cat. Once a week, we'd go just wolf down a Monte Cristo. There is um, a place on Division called the Baker's Mark across mm. the street from the old beer mongers, across the street from Apex right there. Kind of the train tracks if you're trying to get into southeast Portland from there. Uh, has a pastrami sandwich that I believe we are being, I believe at work, we have a, a vendor that we work with that's treating us to sandwiches for the business we've ah, given them over the year. There you go. And that is the place we chose. And I got very, very excited because the pastrami sandwich there is phenomenal. Pastrami, Rubens, that, that's my go-to See, sandwich. I'm a little different sandwich-wise because I won't touch anything that has mayonnaise on it. Ah, 
So and I'm not a big mayonnaise guy, but I tend to give Rubens, and I make sure it's I mustard, mustard thousand only. I, I don't want to do mayonnaise. I'm with you. I don't like mayonnaise. Oh, Keith in a garbage truck says the Cadillac Cafe is still there. Hey, there we go. Go get yourself a Monte Cristo, and then uh, set yourself up for a nice afternoon nap. Yep, that's perfect. All that right, one uh, that will knock you out. Oh, Beaver fans already—they're going crazy. <laughs> uh, perfect world, everything goes right. Bees make the playoff next year. <laughs> Do you think Jonathan Smith could turn Corvallis into a consistent uh, number two, three recruiter in the Pac-12? Uh, when USC goes, yeah, maybe. So, look, if, if the Bees make the college football playoff, I don't, I don't know what Sprague and I won't be able to <laughs> function in here. Um, we will be emptying said savings accounts, yes. and we will go and, yes. And watch Oregon State Bama. But it doesn't matter. Um, I think you can. I think with the new landscape of the Pac-12, you could be a top top four, top five recruiter every year. I don't. I don't. I don't know the top if, half. I don't know two, three. If you're up there competing, I don't know that you can ever compete on a consistent basis with Washington and Oregon. I don't think you have the donor base with um, how much money is in college football. Now. Exactly. I think uh, Jonathan Smith, and I think why he will be so effective in Corvallis is nobody understands what that program can be all about. Nobody understands Corvallis. Uh, nobody, and he's more than happy. I mean, think about some of the guys that he played with on those great teams mm-hmm. that went to the Fiesta Bowl. He's not, he's not daunted by big personalities and, and big brands and wanting you to explore your own brand. None of that phases him. And so I think he will do as good a job as anybody in finding the right guys and I think if you are if you are Washington State, if you are Oregon State, if you're a program like that, what you hope is you can get a few four stars to come every once in a while, maybe a five star, but mostly when you get those guys, that you're not losing half of them in the transfer portal every year. And if you can do what Whittingham does at Utah in turning three stars into four exactly. stars, and I got fours every belief that he can develop talent. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, with the guys, and and more importantly than him getting the raise was all of his assistants got a raise, yep, yep. and so it is relatively inexpensive to be in Corvallis and live and have a family related to other places in the Pac-12, uh, where you struggle. You know, if you want to go to Stanford or Berkeley or uh, L, well, not so much LA anymore, but just if you have a family and you want to have a nice residence and you just the cost of that versus you can do that easily in Corvallis. I think that'll be his advantage. I think in terms of the rankings every year, I think if Oregon state is in that three to five range, that's an excellent recruiting class for Corvallis. And I'll tell you what, if the PAC 10 crumbles, PAC 12 crumbles, uh, Washington state and Oregon state, they're gonna be the best recruiters in the in the Mountain West. Let me tell you, that's gonna be that's gonna be mano y mano running for that conference title every single year. Let's pray to God that doesn't happen. All right, that is the mail sack. We do it every single Tuesday at eight fifteen. When we come back, charges going to the playoffs. And is it time to give that man a boatload of money? This is Dirt and Sprague. But- T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. It's 837 here, Portland Sports Leader. Don't you forget it. Patrick Harris, your host for the week. Jason Swigard across the in the other side of the glass. Joe Fisher will be with us for a little bit this week as we'll get a little hot corner edition of Dirt and Sprague. Boys are off. A lot to get to this week that we're excited about. Ducks in a bowl game. Huskies in a bowl game. College football playoff coming up. There's tons of DJU stuff to talk about with Oregon State and what that program looks like going forward. But speaking of a former Pac-12 legend, Justin Herbert's going to the playoffs for the first time in his career. And first off, good for him. I mean, he's clearly a very likable guy. I mean, he, he seems very intelligent, very straightforward, a good teammate, keeps his nose out of trouble, you know, graduated early, you know, from a difficult program at Oregon. Not a hard guy to root for. Um, I'm excited to see what he does in the playoffs. It'll be interesting which matchup they can get. Uh, I don't think they can't win the division, right? Did Kansas City already wrap the division up? Yes, Chiefs clinched. So they'll be a playoff. So the best best case scenario is they'll have, what, the Bengals is best case scenario? Uh, let me go look. Oh, breaking news. How did, uh, JJ Watt going to retire after this year? Yeah. Adios. We'll see you in Ken. So we'll see him that. I wonder if he, what, what he goes to TV for, uh, standing, standing, standing. So the chargers are, uh, they are the sixth seed right now. They are one game behind the Ravens mm. with two to play. Which could happen. So they could get to the five seed, in which case they would visit the AFC South champion. Oh, which you would definitely love. So how much, and if that, and Jacksonville is in that slot right now, uh, if they hold their position, they would go to Cincinnati. Uh, if they slide one back, they would go to Kansas City. So if you are Justin Herbert, and you are a fan or a or a Bolts fan, you're probably pulling for Jacksonville, I would imagine, right? But didn't Jacksonville beat the Chargers earlier this year? Uh, let's go back and look. They I'm asking questions have, without uh, yes, answers. 38 to 10 in yeah. week three. Yeah, if I remember that, it was one of those. I was in a pick em league, and I was like, well, I'm going to take the Chargers easy on this one. I was like, what, uh, what, 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 what happened? Um, but I would think uh, as, as good as Trevor Lawrence has played as of late, I know, I know Dirt's a big Trevor Lawrence guy these days. Uh, I think if you're the Chargers, that's probably what you're looking for. I don't know. Cincinnati feels a little vulnerable, too. Um, but but kudos on Herbert. I'll, I'll tell you this. He is a good enough quarterback. I mean, he is definitely one of the best young quarterbacks, if not one of the best quarterbacks in the game, period. I'm still worried about him and the Chargers because I just, like that game last night, the Colts can't do anything. Well, I think the nice thing to see is the defense, one, getting healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, they will miss Derwin James next week. So yeah. he, uh, as a result of the hit that got him ejected, is in concussion protocol. Um, 
but they finish up there against the Rams. They get the Rams at home, so should be a W. We'll see who actually has a home field advantage <laughs> because neither one has. You know, Rams fans have checked out. Yeah, that was nice. They got Christmas Day and blew out the donkeys, but <laughs> um, so who knows who will actually have home field advantage there at SoFi, right? And then they're at the Broncos to finish up, and you they gotta feel good about that. Oh, I think the Broncos are completely turtled at this point. Yeah. Yeah, so you feel good about that. My only concern is is I just I don't I don't love where the offense is. And I don't mean that in the sense of like Herber and the players. It just Indianapolis has a solid defense. Last night there were many opportunities that I just wanted to see more from this offense. And I don't think it's a Herbert thing. I think if they didn't have Justin Herbert, I think they look more like I think that offense looks more like the Broncos offense than what they've got currently. Yeah. I just can't help but think with a better offensive mind in that in that room that that offense is closer to a Cincinnati Kansas City than a grind out kind of affair that I saw last night. Yeah, certainly you would think. Now, I I don't know how much of the offensive line they have back. I know that it's been injury plagued throughout the season. So, uh, you know, the question is you know, maybe they would like to run more with Eckler a little bit. Obviously, they got down close. He punched in a couple of short TD runs, and so that was nice to see. That's been sort of the thing is when they've wanted to run, when they've needed to have some balance for him mm-hmm. to slow down the pass rush. It hasn't been there all the time. Eckler's been dinged up throughout the season, but, uh, you know, the injuries to the offensive line. So if they can get some of them back, I don't know if they're getting all of them back, but at least some of them. Um, and you have both Mike Williams – uh, and Keenan Allen back. Uh, if the other receivers now not feeling the pressure, don't have as many dropsies as they had in the middle of the season for him. Now you just have a wide array, and now it's up to picking and choosing the right times for things to do with this offense. But uh, just his ability to make throws that very few, if any other guys, maybe Josh Allen can make a few of those throws. Patrick yeah. Mahomes can make a few of those throws. Rogers. Uh, so, yeah, and then and then picking and choosing their spots. But they've won four of their last five. Um, They've done so with the defense starting to hold up their end of the bargain so they can control things a little bit more. Uh, A lot of those games in the middle of the season, you know, they were just trying to sling it, playing catch-up or in offensive shootouts. And so controlling things a little bit more, I think will give Herbert a little bit more confidence. It's going to be tough no matter where they go. Uh, even if it is Jacksonville, they seemingly Doug Peterson's finally got that group organized and and with a game plan moving forward. Speaking of a head coach that can manage everybody, yeah. Um, uh, I'll get you out on this. Um, win or a loss in the playoffs, does it affect the bag of money that Justin Herbert's going to get? I don't think so. Um, not unless he just has a total meltdown performance. Even that, even that, you you think a meltdown performance would affect his bag? I think it will give somebody pause a little bit because it's the first time they've we've we've seen him on that stage. Mm-hmm. Um, but if he goes out and he, you know, does Justin Herbert things, he does Justin Herbert things. You know, he does throw interceptions. Let's mm-hmm. not. But if he's, you know, has his team with an opportunity in the fourth quarter to go on a drive to put themselves in position to win, whether or not they do or not, then I think that just solidifies, nope, this guy's he's not not overwhelmed by the stage. You don't expect him to be, but you never know until you're there. Right. 
Uh, I will definitely be watching whatever whatever matchup. And I think uh, you've kind of sold me on this Jacksonville San Diego or Jacksonville. I would Charger love to see thing. him go to Cincinnati. I think that would be spectacular. I think that him, would be fun. Him and Joe Burrow there. Burrow, you know, Herbert. it's going to be about two degrees. <laughs> Hopefully, a little bit of snow. Um, I think it could be wild. That would be a great playoff matchup. All right, when we come back, we'll wrap this bad boy up. This is Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. All right, that's going to do it for us today. We'll be back tomorrow. As again, like I said, we're filling in for the boys for the rest of the week. we got a great week lined up for you guys, so don't go anywhere. Like I've been teasing all, all show, we've got uh, Ducks Bowl game tomorrow, so we'll heavy focus on that as they take on North Carolina. Uh, I hope North Carolina sends more guys to that game than I think they are just to make it an entertaining game. Well, they got uh, they got May there at quarterback, who's yep. uh, you know one of the all sorts of rumors about him and people mm-hmm. lining up the uh, NIL trucks to try and lure him away from Mac Jones. But uh, it should be uh, it should be interesting. Uh, we'll see if it. Uh, I have uh, I'm on record as taking the under in that game. Everybody's expecting just a, a slot machine full of offense. Oh, really? And I think. Uh, I have a feeling it's not going to go as smoothly at the start of that game as everybody thinks. <laughs> yeah, I think it'll be fun to see how Bo Nix plays. And I'm excited to see May. I mean, I, I think he's a great quarterback. I, I want to see if he balls out in his last game in North Carolina or yep. balls out and says, I'm here for one more year, you know. So that'll be fun. Plus, we got, uh, let's see, UW and Texas on Thursday. We'll preview um, NFL and the college football playoff on Friday. We'll do that. We'll probably get into a little bit more. Uh, There's some odd baseball things uh, going on. Most of the offseason free agent spending splurge is over. All the big names are off the table now. Um, Well, except for Correa, officially. Well, yeah. Why can't he find a home? Uh, The Dodgers have an interesting decision to make. It seems like a no-brainer, but Mm -hmm. we'll see about that. Uh, World Baseball Classic now. uh, Cuba's going to have a team that will have actual Cuban-born American players. Yep, I'm really excited to see that. I'm I'm curious about uh, where that might go. Yeah, I've got some conspiracy theories on uh, long-term contracts. So, yeah, there's some baseball to get to, college football. Maybe we'll dabble a little NBA. I might watch a little Phoenix-Memphis tonight. Oh. I like Jaw. He's must-watch TV. Jaw is uh, is a good watch. There's no question about that. Uh, Plus, yeah, the sun's uh, imploding. Uh, Looks like that sale is going to go down so how quickly uh, the new ownership can come in and you know what inspiration changes uh, may be in store for that team that looked like they were on the verge of opening up the window and and right now it's it's not working for Monte who I root for tremendously tremendously um my only problem with uh Phoenix is I've spent my entire life sometimes it's been so long I don't even remember why but I've spent my entire life hating on Chris Paul. And so watching him fail for some reason to me just always brings me joy. Yeah, I'm always, not going to argue like, with that. Like England was, losing in a World Cup. You're kind of yeah. like, I know all these guys, and I like most of these players. But when you lose, I just feel so happy. Yeah, I've never been hugely on the Chris Paul bandwagon. Uh, some of those other guys uh, there you'd like to see. I think I think Devin Booker's yeah. pretty entertaining. I love and, Booker. And likable. and. They've got some pieces. Still wondering about the DeAndre Ayton. Sprague is a big proponent on the Blazers making the move to bring bring Ayton here. Could he be the missing piece? I don't know where that head is, but 
that's the big question mark. <laughs> that's the huge question. You know, but is it, uh, you know, is that one where maybe the way Damian approaches everything is different than Chris Paul and, and can give him confidence and make him feel uh, included, you know, as part of the team and you can do something here that we desperately need and don't have a lot of uh, in terms of presence in the paint. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, our seven footer went five for five yesterday from the three point line. (laughs) I I mean, it's part of the game. I mean, look at Nikola Jokic. I mean, it's part of the game. I understand that you want to have that trick in your bag, but there's still times where it's like, go be seven feet tall, damn it. Well, we talked about this when we were talking about, like, the Eagles, you know. Like, what is modern offense? Because the Eagles look really good right now, and they just run the football. I, I think there's still a fair point in basketball as well. That, like, oh, yeah, it's a three-point game, but sure is nice to have a giant guy in the center that you can't get past. Because driving to the hoop is still a thing. Yeah, you still need guys that you can just throw the ball to to get you a bucket. Now, it can be any number. You know, is it Damian Lillard? He's got a good match. You can just blow by somebody and get to the rim. Uh, Is it KD that you can just throw it to and clear out a side and he can either shoot over the top of you or put you in spin cycle? I mean, there's any number of things. But to have another guy with Dame that you can just throw the ball to who can get you a bucket... That would be nice. That would be nice. Plus, uh, Premier League is back, so I'm uh, I'm already on that train. Two yeah. games today that I'm going to turn it into. Tottenham already being Tottenham yesterday. <laughs> Show up! Just right back, right back to the old tricks. All right, that'll do it for us. We'll be back. We'll be back tomorrow. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. No, I think that's it. So yeah, we got uh, Les oh, Les Schwab. That's what I was going to say. Tonight, so 5:45, uh, Cleveland. The Fighting Dirts will take on the number one high school team in the country, Duncanville, out of Texas. The nightcap at 7:30 is Jesuit taking on Sierra Canyon and the Baby LeBrons. And the Baby LeBrons, and you can catch that on that's 1080. On 1080 the fan. On we'll the guaranteed fan. rate bowl uh, starting at 6:30. Wisconsin, Oklahoma State on 9:10. So stick right here. This is your home, Portland's number one leader for Jason Swigard. I'm Patrick Harris. Go do something I would do. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Over here. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.